What's up, guys? Welcome back to East Cake Exchange, the podcast where we talk about electric skateboards, M boards, board bumpers, gecko derm, the convention, whatever else we want to talk about. Just electric skateboards in uh, in in general. Today in the studio, we have got Milo, of course. He good old Milo. You know, he's usually around. Um, then we've got Jacob. Jacob, you're here. Yeah, How's it going, guys? How's it going? And then we got James. Yes, James. Hey. James. Yes. James is back. I'm back, guys. What's we up? We haven't seen you in a while. It has been a minute. Yeah. Pre Eastgate Con, right? I, I think, think so. Yeah, pre. Yeah, that was I a think long so. Time ago by so, now, mm-hmm. but Jacob and I were talking. And we're like, you know what, James? Every time he's here, he's just an entertaining fellow. I you know what I'm it. saying? He's just an entertaining guy. Sometimes it's too much for a lot of people. <laughs> like, I get mad. At, I get or I get, baby mama gets mad. She's like, you just wake up in the morning and you're just a ball of energy. She's like, I've had enough. That's enough tip for the next. Those are the days we need to report record the podcast. Yeah, call us up. Be like today. We're recording today. Right now. Right now. Right now. I just got yelled at by the day, Mama. So 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 far now, like that's why I've been coming every week to hang out with you guys. So like this is my day where I've contained all my energy, and then I get to let it out today. So it's like. By this time, baby mama's got like the kids. She's like, no, it's Mike and Jacob. Are, they probably miss you. Go, go. And <laughs> go away. Out. Yeah. See you later. That's yeah, so, why I get to come here and hang out with the fellas and let out all my energy. and have yeah. a blast Well, I appreciate so. you coming in. I appreciate you yeah. taking the time to yeah. give us your point of view on, yeah. on some of these topics. Yes, today. they're interesting. So um, I guess we'll just hop straight into the show. Um, we've got so beginning of every show, we usually, you know, we're usually talking about company updates just real quick because mm-hmm. we, we usually have something to say about one of our businesses so m boards last episode now i know it's been like two weeks since we've had one had an episode but last episode we talked about our decks and how one of our decks our carbon fiber decks the new ones one of them didn't feel quite right we broke it open we learned a lot of stuff so we learned a lot since then we've got another uh deck in now since then uh, and it feels a lot better okay it does feel a lot better so we've got it set up we've got it built out and now the the plan is to just go put a ton of miles on it yeah so we don't know for sure, obviously, but initial thoughts: standing on it, riding around, riding it around the the uh, parking lot, it feels good. Okay, it does feel pretty good. Twelve S eight P's in that, or twelve S four P's in it for right now. Okay. For right now, okay, we'll have our eight P done soon. Yes, um, our eight P's just got to be a real slim pack. So we're working on a few of the designs yes. on there, but the AP we're working on it. It's almost there. We'll have an AP in one okay. of these boards soon, but it's got a four P for now, which yes. is still a very solid yeah, battery. For but sure. um. Speaking of batteries, we've got a lot of new batteries <coughs> on our website mm-hmm. now. We've got our a new Pelican battery, Pelican 1200 case that one. That thing's yeah, a beast. Thing's a beast. Yeah, so awesome. Looks like, a, looks like a safe. It's got like a combination to get into it. <laughs> right. Hey Siri, what do you? Uh, can you tell me the weather today? <laughs> thing's gonna have a countdown on it too. Dude. Um, why is my battery box counting down from yeah. five? Don't worry about four, it. <laughs> but it does have a display on it though. Right? Does have a display? Yep. Um, we've got, also got an, an, the 12 SAPs on our website now too. Yep. Uh, and then we're just we're just gonna keep. Every time we make a custom pack, um, not a custom pack, but every time we, you know, once in a while we'll have a customer say, hey, can I get a 6S3P? Okay. All right, well, sure. And then yeah. we'll photograph it. We'll throw it on the website for yeah. anyone else who needs yeah. one. So we're slowly adding the packs to our website, um, but we're prioritizing like our actual orders. So like there's a lot of different like orientations that we can make that just aren't on a website yet yeah. because I don't want to take the time to build like a 12S4P and photograph yeah. it when I have a mountain of 12S3Ps to make. So yeah, exactly. Those other ones are like... Uh, production prototypes you yeah. could almost call them okay. like they are production level they are yeah. completed they Ready are to go. beautiful yes. they're just like not mass produced they're just, yet. yeah i just yeah. don't have a bunch so yep sometimes that's how you can feel out the market a little bit yep. another thing that we've added to our website is the heat sinks for the storm cores and fog boxes which look, are awesome they look i'm good, so bro. stoked dude yeah, i'm so excited good. that they're out there they those are so clean good. people were itching to get those yes. so now that we have those that's cool um, so that's pretty much it for Mboard's like website changes or products. Um, Gecko Derm, we're dude. Okay, I walked into the warehouse the other day, <laughs> and Jacob goes, "Turn around and go, just start walking back toward the back of the warehouse." Okay. Like, okay. He goes, "I go, what am I looking for?" He goes, "You'll see it." Yeah. And I go, "I'm looking around. I don't see. An, yeah. I don't see anything." And then all of a sudden, I spot it. I'm Bam. like, "Is that a? It's it's so it's a bamboo GTR yeah. sitting there, yeah. and it's got this beautiful, cool looking camo." skin on it i'm just like okay like that looks, looks good it looks good i know jacob sent me pictures he's all what do you think i was like nice yeah so yeah. we're working on skins we're working on like so we like the gecko derms clear protective skin yes. but there's just something about customization that that we have like 
uh, a soft spot for. Yes. Just something that's different than Options. just clear. Yeah. It's so just, I we kind of been kicking this idea around, and and it stemmed sort of from you know doing our initial prototypes. We were going through a lot of our good film, and it was like you know getting all these off cuts and things like that. So. Uh, we had a customer request it. Okay. And I figured before we actually sent one out, we better try it. Yeah. So yep. we did. It looks looks pretty good. It looks pretty killer. Really good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the vinyl we chose was just like a sample kit. Yeah. You know, like I have no idea what I would put down there. And, yeah. and realistically, I don't want to choose for anybody. So oh, like, yeah. somebody wants to do it, send me a sheet of vinyl yep. and we'll and, take care of it. And for we you. got you. It looks you pretty know? good. So it's on the bottom of the board, the trucks. And, and the, the motors. motors. Yeah, and the motors yeah. looks really good. It's a little different. Like the core will always be to protect, you know, with, with our yes. with our film, with our skins that we're putting on. But yep. these I think are are just a little more fun. Um we'll probably offer them in that you can like double up. Yeah, that's so a, you throw the, the vinyl down first. Okay. And then and get then the clear over coat. The top. Yep. Yeah. And it, and it's and if you ever want to know what we're talking about and see what you're see what we're referring to, follow us on social media. And yes. while and then in a new tab while you're listening to this, throw scroll through our Instagrams and what we're talking about is always there. Yeah. It's so like we'll make sure we post a picture of the of like the new camo skin we're working on and then that way you can see it. And that's you know, then you can follow along. Um that's so that's that's what's pretty much new for Gecko Derm. We're we're trying to experiment with new materials, expand that product line up a little bit. Um and it's it's so far so good. We have a lot of faith in it. Yeah, yeah no, it's get everybody good. on board. Yeah, and well, board bumpers. What are we doing on board bumpers? Nothing. Nothing. Much. <laughs> Just selling like the yeah, yeah, selling those same pulleys yeah. that we you know, yeah. we've been selling. We've you know? um we've met. We're we're going to meet with um some new manufacturers for some some new ways to maybe produce some of these parts. Yeah, here in Vegas. Quality. Yeah, yeah and actually cool. bring up the quality yeah. too. Yeah. Um, are we talking like, like an upgrade from like plastics, maybe to aluminum? like carbon fiber? To what? What? So we'll we're see. actually very happy with the quality we're getting okay. from board bumpers. Yeah. Like we have no complaints. Yeah. The quality is. I love mine. Uh, it, it, it's incredible quality yeah. stuff. Um, we're actually going more so for the M board side of things. Okay. Um, it's our bamboo board, a bamboo version of our board's almost done. Okay. But our enclosure is what's holding us up. Okay. So we're trying to figure out the best way to do it. We want it to be good. Okay. We just don't want it to, like we were talking about vacuum forming for a while, which we still may do because it's just okay. a, it's a, the unit costs are high, but the mold costs are low. Okay. And then we can change things a little bit easily. Yeah. A little bit more easily. Okay. Um, but then now we're kind of considering plastic injection molding, which is mostly what everybody else does. Yeah. So we're trying to figure it out. We may even go fiberglass option. I don't know yet. We're just trying to make it good, but we're also trying to, uh, I, I don't know. We're our, op our, our, our options are open. Our ideas are open. Mm -hmm. Our minds are open to all kinds of different materials, but um, that's sort of like the last piece for our enclosure. Okay. So, so my question about the new enclosure is, so yep. for the bamboo with how flexy it is, yep. what's the best material to use for so, a flexi deck so, like that? Is there like something that's like perfect top notch? So I think level? it really comes down to the design. The okay. actual shape is what's going to determine how flexible it really okay, is. Okay, cool. Because a piece, if you take a, a flat sheet of almost any plastic, yeah. it's going to flex yeah. plenty. Yeah. It's when you mold it into the shapes where you start getting okay. uh, like stress points. Yeah. So if you make it and make the enclosure a certain shape where it has specific places where it's supposed to bend, mm -hmm. then it won't break because yeah. it's meant to, to bend, bend in those there. areas. Yeah. Um, like our last sample, though, uh, the, the manufacturer modified our design and mm -hmm. added stress, literally added stress mm -hmm. fractures. Yeah. So like the moment we put weight on it, mm -hmm. boom, broke. Yep. Right yeah. away. So we're like, well, that doesn't work. So, and I don't think that's a material issue. I think it's a design, a design issue. Yeah, a design issue. Like our originally our design uh, had that in mind and then they had to change it because of manufacturability. Hmm. So now we're looking at different manufacturing methods to get the design that we really want. Okay. So we're working on that. Um, it's taking us a minute because we don't want to, we're not, we don't want to use an off the shelf enclosure. We want to design a new enclosure for this board specifically. Yeah. But deck's looking good, though. The deck looks great. We just yeah. have to add, I think, a layer or two of carbon fiber yep. and then a layer or two more of bamboo, and then we'll be good to go. The deck does, does look great. I got to um, – we'll kind of step on it the other day. Yeah, it's, it is, but it's yes. really – it's yes. too flexible yes. right now. One more or two more layers. Yeah, yeah. Right. One or two more layers of, of plies, mm -hmm. however you want to call it. It'll be fine. And then yeah. once you add the enclosure on there, it'll stiffen it up a little bit more, yeah. too. But still, we're, we're getting there. It's, it's just a big old thing. Um, but, yeah, so we have a meeting tomorrow. 
ish sometime yeah. with our with a local. So uh, my guess is our services will be very expensive. Okay. We won't have to ship anything. We will pick it up. Okay. So all just the shipping money the we save. Might yep. even be something too where we're just able to do it in smaller batches and it makes yep. a little more sense. Her prototyping is yeah. easier, you know, yeah. to just do it here instead of the the month layover that yeah. you know, mm -hmm. seems right. to cause. Well, because I think a couple of the other companies too uh, are changing up their molds on wheels. You know, uh, on like, wheels, yeah, yeah. For wheels, it looks like a lot of people are changing up their molds on wheels. So, like, a lot of people are going to need different style pulleys now. So, they're almost mm -hmm. kind of an apex, like with the Hadian. Yep. You know, so it's like an apex style. Right. But it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Like we won't do that. We'll we'll make sure all of our general like molds like that, mm -hmm. like wheels, pulleys, all, all that are all exactly open. The same from then till now yep. and then on to the future. Yeah. We're not going to change stuff. I'm not going to ever <laughs> put something on our boards that require you have to buy this from okay. us. All right. That's lame. I thought that's what we're that's made. That's super lame. I was like, what is going on with this new pulley thing, man? No, no, that's cool. Yeah. So, but some other companies do that. Like the Hadian, the Hadian, those new, the new hubs, like okay. you have to buy. Yeah. There's no there. aftermarket available for yeah. those. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, like all of that, it, it drives me nuts. Can we get onto that conversation yeah. then? Maybe? Sure. Like maybe yeah. that's just yeah. the next step. That's it. We're <laughs> leading into it right now. Yeah. This is the buildup. I, I actually think that just customization also falls into that, into mm -hmm. our next category. Okay. Just yeah. as much as. Right. Know. So before we move on, though, I there's a couple quick. I just want to slap somebody, you know? <laughs> uh, there's a couple. I'm, I'm calling it. So on our next category, I'm calling it the, the, uh, the next topic, I guess. I'm calling it. The great M boards reset. Okay. Because uh, for the longest time, we were very, I was very committed to expanding our product line, expanding okay. our product cat catalog, making sure we offer this, 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 and that. like everything you could think of, well, we would have it. And, and I've, we realized that that's not a great uh, approach to things okay. because you spread yourself really thin over all of these different products. Uh, the business is obviously very capital intensive. So it's like when you have 150 different SKUs on your website, it's very difficult to keep everything in stock because things go out of stock at different times. And then, you you know, there's only so much monthly budget to buy everything. So we're getting to the point where we're shrinking our catalog just a bit to our core best products that we like a lot. Um upgrading all of those, ordering a lot of those and getting all those products on a very good schedule where we have plenty of stock coming in over and over and over again. Um, and then once we stabilize that, then we'll start adding the products back in that we've kind of trimmed out before. Um, so that's the idea. Okay. Hopefully, uh, you know, the spring clean, we're calling, I guess the spring cleaning, yeah. okay. you know, like we're getting rid of a lot of the nonsense in our shop, focusing yes. on some of the best stuff. Upgrading a lot of the lesser things. Yeah. Well, because it's like, why stay with the old stuff if nobody's really using it? Like with batteries. Right. How many people are using 18650s right now? Uh, not, not that many. We laughed at, um, we, we, part of our cleaning, I went through like a bunch of labels and they yeah. had all of his battery labels and they were all for 40 Ts. Yeah. There's like 5,000. Yeah. yeah. I have so many labels. Like, well, that yeah. didn't last long. Yeah. He yeah. had 40 Ts for like three weeks. We went from 30 Qs to yeah. 40 Ts yeah. to P428. Like, so the, uh -huh. the, 40 T's last us like, I don't know, five it months. One batch. Yeah. One or two batches. So fast. Oh. Yeah. Like, I was, it was one or two batches. It was insane. Because I was here the other day. We were taking apart that skateboard, trying to figure yep. out what it was. It was the battery pack. And so we end up cracking it open. I'm like, oh, 18650s. Do you got an old pack? Like an old right. 10S2. He's like, no, no, no. no. Really? They're gone, nothing, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 21700 P42As is what's yep. going in that's here. That's what we only, that's <laughs> the only thing we use right now. Uh, we only, like the whole industry's moved toward those. Yeah. That's the only thing we'll use right now. Yep. Um, we're not going to go backward. I mean, Why? the only issue, only time we would use anything less than P42A is if, they were unavailable. Okay. Then we, we might go to 40 T's yeah. or we'll go to a, we'll, we'll adapt to make sure we have mm -hmm. batteries for mm -hmm. people. But if it's up to us, we're going P42A's the whole way. Yeah. Why take a step back? Yep, exactly. The only reason why we would do that is if, uh, if there was just no availability, but then our packs, we would just add additional mm -hmm. options for websites so people could buy those packs for lesser amount of money or whatever. Yeah. But hopefully we don't have to do that. I'd rather just... Oh. Rock with one cell. Well, like you said, China's opening up. So as long as that's yeah. really happening, we can get our batteries. Right. Uh, all our suppliers are back in. Okay. They're all back up and running. Do all batteries come from China? No, actually, P42As are actually manufactured in Taiwan. So they're, well, really so similar, well, but that, same, same, but different. <laughs> yeah, same, same. <laughs> same like bike frames. All bike frames come from Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. Taiwan's big on bikes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but their cells are great. Uh, okay. 
uh, a Samsung, I believe, is. Mm-hmm. I want to say that's China, but it could yeah. be Japan. Yeah. I could be wrong. I totally could be completely wrong. But it doesn't really matter where they're from. Yeah, it's the brand. It's the factory that matters. Well, I just always hear batteries, China. So I'm just like, yeah. What I mean, is a that? lot of batteries do. Maybe maybe is more. Okay. The completes all like yeah. complete boards all yeah. come from yeah. China. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Except for ours, they'll be manufactured nope. right here in Las Vegas. Right here in good old America. Um, America. So I think that's pretty much it for spring cleaning. I mean. Uh, oh, one thing we—I don't know if you guys have messed with it, but we updated Kit Builder. So, like one oh. of the biggest things on our website that I've been wanting to implement for years is a live stock counter. Okay. So that you can go to a product on our website, it'll tell you exactly how many of them we have in stock. I've it, been wanting to do that for years. It's up and running. You're doing it's it. It's not up and running oh. yet, but it's—we just have to—we have to flip a switch. That's yeah, it. That's it. So the issue was uh, our old Kit Builder system. So we've since updated that to a new system. Okay. Our old system was. You would select all your parts and you hit add to cart and then you would add a kit builder item to your cart with okay. all like with a list of all the products you added. Okay. And it would just be whatever price it was, the total. But when you checked out, it would it's like a unique product. It's like okay. it's a one of a kind yeah. kit. And then all of those items that you bought wouldn't actually count in our stock system. So you'd have to go manually update all that later, okay. which just took forever. Yeah. Now, when you go through your kit builder, you hit add to cart. It adds every single individual item that you selected into your cart. And when you purchase it, it actually tracks stock properly. Okay. So we've, that's the only hurdle we had. Now we just have to actually go out and count everything, mm-hmm. compare it to what we have outstanding, and then we'll actually have a legitimate like count. So we're probably about a week away from having like a real cool. stock counter, which will be exciting. Yeah, yeah. that'll be nice. I'm excited. So that's the biggest thing that we were trying to work on this year. In the in January, I sent out an email promising that we would get that done. I know it's May now, mm-hmm. how, but and how did that change? Um, like from the website, like did was there any change on that side? So we had to, as far as like choosing your kits and things like that. Yeah. So before Kit Builder was, we were using like this Shopify plugin, like uh, like item cus- like a product customizing app. But now we're using an external like form builder mm-hmm. that generates a unique URL. When they click add to cart, it's a unique URL that adds all the different products and this is super long URL. So okay. that's how it works. Okay. Um, so now it's not like actually integrated into our website. It just utilizes like uh, specific URL handles to generate their cart, which is mm-hmm. totally separate. So it's okay. just running. Yeah, so when you, when you get to your cart, it is just a like vanilla cart of yeah. all your items, yeah. which is awesome. So can you select stuff from your used parts too for the kit builder? No, you can't. But you can select that you have your own XYZ and then you could go in and add those products in separately. From your your used used section, the blemished section. Yes, the Mm -hmm. used section is getting filled. We have a ton of stuff we're adding this week. Uh, Racks filling up. Racks are filling up a lot of different used and refurbished stuff. Some of it is damn near brand new. Yeah. It's just. A lot of that is like demo stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we used it like once. Like, yeah. hey, does this fit? I don't know. Put it on. Yeah. Let's yep, take it, it fits. Oh, Dang, what, now what do I do with it? I scratched it like So many barely. wheels. Yeah. yeah. So we have a lot of stuff that has a single. Broken. Like, you can tell like, that we, like a screw was put in. Yeah. Yeah. But there's like a little ring around. Like Gen- gently worn or broken. Otherwise, in. it does not affect is, performance at all. Dude, what's so funny is like, yeah, we'll have like a, a motor that's got like a scr- like a small mm-hmm. scratch in it or something we can't sell as new. But yeah. like you know damn well the moment yeah. that yeah. thing gets put on a board, yep. it's going to get scratched. So it doesn't really matter, but still we can't sell it as new. Yeah. So anyway, great little hack for M boards, yeah. I guess, yeah. is you'll go get some used stuff there. Yep. Cool. No virgins on the used rack. Right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's actually all kinds of stuff that we don't, we never even sold. They're okay. just miscellaneous parts that yep. we that are there. tested, acquired randomly, just stuff we never actually stocked. So it's kind of fun. Um, okay, so our main topic for the day, I want we can move into this, and this is kind of goes with customization, is the right to repair movement in general. Ooh. Um, so now, obviously, this affects much more than just the ESK community. Yes. It's really mainly phones, computers, consumer electronics, uh, cars, like anything. All sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff. Pretty much anything almost with a chip. I mean, any electronics, pretty much. Yeah. It, it it's really is. So I feel like I've got somewhat of a unique perspective because mm-hmm. I'm on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, I'm a consumer as well. So this right to, right to repair benefits me as a consumer, but it's yeah. also something I have to think about as a business owner. Yes. Now, we don't, we don't manufacture really that many electronics uh, per se, yeah. but we do stock quite a few of them. Yeah. So there's a couple different things that I just... I'm having trouble understanding like 
uh, like we're called out on Instagram lately over a sticker we have on our storm course. Yes. And I just couldn't, I just don't understand. Now maybe you guys in the comments can help help. Maybe you have a, a perspective a you can bit. share with me because you're again, you're more of a consumer here okay. than I am. Yeah, I don't buy I things new. Yeah. I buy, I buy them all wholesale. Yes. I don't ever buy e-skate parts. Yes. So I'm kind of got a weird sense of reality with electric, yeah. with skateboard stuff. But, um, the biggest thing people get bothered by, or at least when we got called out on Instagram, is this uh, seal that we put on our storm course. Okay. Because the reason why it's there is if there's something wrong with it, that we'll, we'll, we will replace it. But okay. we don't need you or necessarily want anyone yeah. opening and digging around in it and making yeah. things worse yeah. or totally breaking it when maybe it wasn't broken. Okay. Um, we got called out on Instagram over it because, you know, this is anti-right to repair, okay. yada, yada, yada. But I'm like... Here's the thing, though. Like, here's my perspective. The storm core is made by LaCroix. We don't, like, we don't it's manufacture like, it. Yeah, you don't. Ma so the issue the is, we're not the sole distributor of them. Okay. So there are hundreds of storm cores out in the world yeah. that we have nothing to do with. Yeah. They they never entered our shop. They they were sold directly from LaCroix, whatever. Okay. So our issue is, we've had people, especially their basic ESCs, right? They're so mm -hmm. general. There's hundreds or thousands of those out in the world. Um, they'll buy something from us. Uh, they'll buy an ESC from us. Then they'll take their old one that's broken and then claim that's when we sent them and they'll send that one back in. Dirt bags. Yeah. So people steal from us and it happens all the time. I mean, and, then add, and then the storm cores are no different. So yeah. the only way we can combat that is to put our own serial number on there okay. and to make sure people can't take them apart and reassemble yeah. them. Um, and that works pretty well. Okay. But now we get called out because it's anti-right to repair because if you remove that sticker, you void your warranty. Yeah. However... I, where I'm where I'm struggling is thinking about it is if it's under warranty, why would you want to try to repair that yourself exactly. when you could just send it in and yeah. get a brand new one? Okay. I cannot fathom. Let me yeah. desolder a chip off my storm core. Yeah. Why? Okay. That doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> yes. Well, when I could just get a brand new one. Yeah. Well, I know the mind frame of some of these DIY guys are just super DIY. So their thing is if it breaks, I can fix it. I, it doesn't matter because right. I know a little bit about e-skate or I know a bunch about e-skate or one wheels, scooters, yep. like whatever it is. Some of these guys um, are super into, they want to know why it broke. And yep. they want to, to them, like 35 bucks to send it or even you I'm pretty well sure but if it's a warranty print, thing yeah, we would free, cover right? the shipping yeah, exactly yep. so sometimes you know it could be for free but you know they want to crack it open and see what's going on and so i think that the gripe was was how come i'm not allowed to crack it open and look at it well because we have dirt bags that yeah that replace stuff and and maybe something wasn't wrong but um so say they say they crack it open and they do more damage to it, you know, and right. then they send it back. Well, hey, look, this has been done and this has been done. So, yeah, that's why it's not working yep. anymore. So I understand from the warranty side of the business owner, but I also understand from the DIY prospect of they want to know why, what, how, yep. so that if it happens again, they can fix it. Yeah. Well, and then my biggest thing is it's like, like we had a storm core go out. Um, uh, like we trust the Quas QC process. Mm -hmm. Like, so like we haven't had to do too much. So. They missed one unit what never got firmware installed on it. Okay. So it just, it totally is functional. Like it's like physically, but mm -hmm. there's no firmware on it. So it doesn't actually connect to Vestool. Yeah. It doesn't continue. It doesn't stay on because the, they didn't program. Like you have to actually flash the firmware on there. How many of these storm cores have you seen messed up? Like, is it a rare We have, thing? we have not had any, we've yeah. had one come back so far. Okay. That's you had, the, what, so, 100? We had a hundred. So yeah. 1%. That's pretty, that's pretty yeah, good. That's pretty good. That's we've had one come back so far. Really um, actually two, one was truly not right. Yeah. And one was simply there were no firmware on it. But okay. my point with that is, yeah. is if they one open it up and mess with it, exploded by the it, customer. Though. Oh dude, somebody blew theirs up, <laughs> right? but that clearly <laughs> that, 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 shot that, like, dude, yeah, this guy, it looked like he shot it with like a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude. how did he do that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Holes in it. Uh, but my point in that is, is they get, they receive a unit. Maybe there's no firmware on it, okay. which. I don't know how that happened, but it happened. Yeah. But you know what's funny is Stormcore must have, or Laquan must have realized it mm -hmm. because they said, hey, we may have accidentally sent you. Okay. Now, this is after the fact. It's so yeah. funny. It all happened. They, okay. we, they said, they may have accidentally sent you one without firmware. Okay. So let me know if you if a customer experiences this specific yeah. set of issues. Yes. I said, actually, Alex, we just yeah. got this one back yeah. to us for that, this very I reason. I think that customer had reached out. Yeah. Now, yeah. maybe. Maybe yeah. that was true. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. 
they were proactive about it though, so yeah. I was very thankful That's for good. them. That's good. But anyway, but it had they opened so it, again the the storm court's physically fine. It is fine. It mm-hmm. just needs software added to it. Mm-hmm. So if they were to just assume that it was broken and and pop that thing open and do damage exactly. to it, when there was nothing, none of that needed to happen. Yeah. So, so to me, it's like once you're out of warranty, then you pop that sucker open and you take a look. But until then, mm-hmm. just just don't mess with it yeah. i don't i just don't i can't fathom the yeah let me pop this thing open and like desolder some only, shit yeah the only people that just want to pop it open and take a look are the ones that are trying to design one just like it oh okay. you know so like one there's proprietary information that goes yeah. inside of these things yes there's no different like you can file all the patents and all the copyrights and everything yes. you want on whatever product you think is just yours yeah and somebody can open it up look at it and say i only need to change 15 percent of this yeah to, and it's now mine yeah yeah and so like is that fair well i mean that's the legal system yeah. so and then, then companies they, deal with that on a daily yeah. basis and there's nothing stopping anyone from doing that and like that's not what we're getting at no, our no, whole no. thought is let's like if it's under warranty you don't just, just don't mess with it just, just send, send it in, in. It, and then if it's after it's out of warranty then you are free to do whatever you yeah. want yeah, like we're gonna so, do my one will. Yep. So it's like to me, it's like as a business owner, and as like as that side of it, I just don't understand. Like, I agree, you should have the right to repair. You yes. bought it, you have the right to repair it. But then, yeah. do I have to be forced to cover warranty on a botched repair? Well, also, that doesn't seem you fair. You are to me. allowed to open it up before yeah. your warranty's over, yeah. but then your warranty will. We're just not gonna. Well, you know, I necessarily Mike, repair. I had Mike like tell me something that was really good the other day because I, I got I bought a one wheel pine X the yep. other day and I and I came to Mike and I was like look man there's a couple things that these may or may not there's a couple problems that may or may not happen let's crack it open let's look at the battery pack let's do this this do that he said why because if we crack this open right now and we tinker with one thing and there's something that's wrong with it farther down the road and it's under warranty and you send it in it now creates a different problem or something else that now they won't even do any work on your one wheel because you voided your warranty or they will do work it. on it but they're going to charge you yeah full price full yeah price. Oh, full man. price yeah. for bench and fee and yeah. parts yeah and then it that's where it gets real pricey so yes you know i understand where it's coming from yeah. where you're coming from on that one but it's like sometimes man it's like look i paid for it let me do what i want with it Why? but you can you can and you can. nobody is yeah. ever stopping that it what happens is they the hypothetical situation which obviously it's not so hypothetical because obviously this is happening to people yeah but the scenario that i'm gonna just say is most likely happening is that something under warranty is being opened up Mm-hmm. It's being looked at. Mm-hmm. Manufacturer says, well, "Why did you do that?" Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and the guy's like, "Well, I have a right to do this. You, you do. You yeah. can do anything you want." Yeah. But the manufacturer or the company owner, whoever, also has the right to justify or to stipulate what their warranty is. Okay. Right. A warranty yeah. is yeah. not a legal document coming from the government. Mm. It's just a piece of paper that you can write and say, "I'll warranty you for the next twenty-four hours." Okay. Right, like anything, it can be any period of time, yeah. and so if in that with, period of time, with any any amount of stipulations, anything they want to do, okay. And if you agree to it, you bought that product, and that's you that. agreed to and, that. And my opinion is, buy a buy from a company with a legitimate warranty with yes, with with good stuff. terms. If so. that's what you're worried about, if yes. you don't care, yeah. If you don't care and you know as soon as you're going to get this, you're going to crack it open, yeah. you don't care what that warranty yeah. says, you're basically pissing it to the wind. Okay. What happens, though, is people crack it open under warranty. Mm-hmm. They do whatever they want to do. They think they fix it, and they go, oh, crap, I yeah. just made a, I made a small problem. Huge. I think it's So now I'm going to contact them and say, hey, this is still under warranty, so I need you to fix this. Yeah, I think right? it's it doesn't pro- work that way. I think it's probably a good idea of while it's under warranty, let's just send it back to the manufacturer to get it yeah. messed with. You know, like if it's got to be fixed or something and it's under warranty, why do, why even hassle with it? Okay, yeah. you're not going to have your board for a week. Why you got to ship some stuff? But let the pros do it, you know? Right. I, I, don't, I don't cut my trees out front because I'm not a pro. I leave that to my tree cutters. So yeah. I don't die cutting my own tree. So back to my, what I was saying. Um, so my biggest thing is it, it, it kind of annoyed me that we got called out on Instagram okay. over the, over anti-right to repair yes. when our whole, our whole thesis here at M boards with our new boards yes. is every single connector yeah. standardized, yes. everything modular, our BMSs yeah. and our batteries are modular. Everything is modular and able to be fixed by the customer. Yes. That's been, that's been the rhetoric from day one. 
So it just irritated me that we even got lumped in with these with future motion. Yes. Because like the biggest hate right now is with, with, with future, future motion, motion is that right when you unhook your battery, yeah. you brick your ESC. So update on that. Okay. They, the lawsuit with JW. Okay. And everything they pretty much lost it. Future motion lost yep. it. So they have they're, to reverse so that. So kind of what they're what the word is right now is that they're going to be refiling in Texas now. Wait, so who lost? So Future Motion. So they filed in California. JW is out of Texas. Okay. So apparently, I guess there's like a legal. I'm not too sure. I don't know. Like I read this on the Facebook forums last okay. night, and okay. I was trying to dig into it this morning. But okay. so far from what's happening is is Future Motion lost their lawsuit or it got dismissed or something. But basically. They, they lost their grounds in the state of California and they're getting ready to refile in the state of Texas against JW again because that's where JW is. Okay. And remind me, who's JW? JW is the battery makers that make these other battery packs and also make the chips for oh, one okay. way. Oh. That's right. Yeah. So they make it so that you can... So so future motion what was really trying to make it so that nobody else could do anything to their boards and the new gt came out so they made it so if you unplug the battery it bricked the entire board right so that's what really sparked all this yep. right to repair chaos and so uh um future motion basically was like look we think it's unsafe for other people to build these battery packs and send them to you with these chips that now make it so that your board that was only meant to do this now does all these other things, mm -hmm. yep. you know? And so I don't know exactly. I'm going to look into it, figure out more what's See, going on, but and, that's just kind of what's And I've got like. two opinions on this. Okay. Let's say I'm, I'm future motion okay. and someone puts in a <clears throat> DIY battery into my board. Mm -hmm. They close it up. Mm -hmm. It still looks like a one wheel. Yeah. I go ride it. And, and then up. it blow and it catches fire. And now I got news reports yes. all over that one wheels mm -hmm. catch fire. And now it's damaging to my business. Yeah. So I, I it understand. is such an awkward, uh -huh. weird coin to flip yeah. here because in one, in one, in, in one aspect, I'm very DIY. Yeah. I would like to add upgraded batteries to yeah. my stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand the desire for companies to not want to allow that because yes. it could potentially have, you know, big uh, issues for them. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's I, weird. Yeah, I, it I think breaking. I think breaking the ESCs. That's out of line. That's, that out that's a step too far. Now adding you. You read though, like, kind of where, like, what the base, what the basis of like the right to repair movement is. Yeah. Right. So the right to repair, um, what they want, the, the movement, what they this want. This shit blew my mind. Is Sorry. they this want is the part that I was like, okay, they I can't. want. They want to be supplied or the ability to buy the proper tools to okay. do the repairs. Okay. They want access to the information to do the repairs. Okay. Then they want the ability to install custom software hmm. on these on this hardware. And that's where I'm like, no. Yeah. They, they, no. You may yeah. as well be an employee. Yeah. Like you're, that's you're, insane. A, you're a damn employee for well, the company at that point. They've given you everything I can, except for like I the design the, drawings the to have part, you go have it built yourself. The software like, part's like a little too much. This, now, yeah. uh, you know, I understand like, okay, let's, let's open up a shop. Let's yep. make it so that people can come to like the float life, you know, like yep. a main place in California. Everybody knows about certified for, service centers. You know, yes, that's exactly Simple. what it is. Certified. Bring it in like, hey, it's an EUC, uh, uh, ESC problem. Cool. Let me do this. Let me call up them. Warranty. Bam. Do we send it to them? We got already some in stock. Yep. It's cool. Tire thing. Don't worry. Grip tape sensors. We got it. But now the software stuff like being that's, able. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's crazy. It's, it's we can have this same argument. Mm -hmm. that this same argument happened. Four years ago, five years ago, okay. of course, with Evolve. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. And they kept saying it happened with board bumpers. It's like it's a prime example. They said if you change those out, you yes. change your gear pulleys, you're avoiding your warranty. Yes. Makes See, no that's, goddamn that's not appropriate. sense. That's because, not appropriate either. And well. they literally sell other options mm -hmm. to change your pulleys. So people are like, what? This doesn't, yeah, this doesn't, doesn't make any sense. sense. You're telling me I can buy it differently, but if I do it myself... You're telling me if I change my grip tape, it's voiding the warranty, but yet yeah. you're advertising customized boards. Yes. Please tell me why this makes sense. So this right. same thing happened five yeah. years ago, and people went through this this whole argument yep. of like, blah, 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 evolved. And guess what? It's all quieted down. You know how you and get your will. board fixed with yeah. Evolve? You send that shit in. Yeah. And that's the only way. Yeah. There are no service It'll... centers. You want to fix it on your own? Go ahead. Well, yeah. Fix it on your yeah. own, but yeah. Yeah. you're not going to get any help. My, my engagement ring is actually the same way. This is like not really in line but it's the same thing um 
we were talking about going and getting it inspected because you're supposed to do that and make sure the prongs are still tight so that oh, the diamonds okay. don't fall out. Yes. Yep. Um, and we bought it from the company Brilliant Earth, and they do have stores, but you cannot service what? jewelry at the stores. Um, the closest store to us is in California. Um, they do have a lifetime warranty, but if you get your ring, like if you get the prongs tightened okay. at any other jeweler other than mailing it into them, they then will, you void your lifetime warranty. Yeah, right. Huh. And I if kind your diamond of, falls out, and I kind of agree with do. it. Okay. I kind of agree well, with it because if protection. someone doesn't do the right thing, okay. and your very expensive diamond yeah. falls out, why is that brilliant earth? But it's it was really frustrating. Yeah, they are. They're really small. But it was yeah. it was frustrating nice when we learned dude. about he it. Did good on that one. <laughs> he did good. <laughs> he did it good was it was frustrating when we learned about it because uh, one, I don't want to be without my ring. Yeah. For yep. any longer than I have to, and two, the thought of putting a diamond into the mail and just shipping it off oh, and then yeah. them having to ship it back. And then how often are you supposed to do that over well, the it, lifetime it, of a diamond? So when you ship the mail, is it like covered underneath mail? Yeah, they do. Like what happens if it disappears? Do so I get you overnight FedEx it with, with insane insurance on it. Yeah. But it just, you know, so but then, still so then the like, sentimental yeah, value not, is not replaceable. Yeah, right. No, that's a right. lot of, that's a lot of exactly sentimental value and then money value in a little package being trusted with some people that yeah. I don't know. Like, I I'm mean, cool. Because when I bought the ring, I ordered it, right? And I, and it showed up. But if that had gotten lost, yeah. they'd have sent me another one. There's no sentimental yeah. value until the, until yes. I proposed to it, yes. right? So there's so that sentimental value is not there. You can get it replaced, whatever. Yeah. But anyways, it's a little different. We don't really have sentimental value with our boards. Okay. But, uh, we'll but we'll I do a little bit, but uh, it's you know, it's different. I do. I name mine, so yeah. all of them. But again, yeah. it, was a, it was a choice that we talked about that, you know, well, we can mail it in and or put that risk. we can or drive to California. Oh, that's well, not no, that bad. No, they do, cool. you can't do it at the California <sighs> store. You have to mail it in. The other option is that I can go to a local jeweler. Yeah. Or, in our case, do it yourself. Yeah, right. Which, again, right. Like, right. let's say you uh, are a certified jeweler. And you have you this ring. Center. Right? You have this ring, and you're like, well, shit, I can fix this. Yep. Are you, like, you're certified. You are, you are yep. better than the place you're going to send it to. And at the end of the day, if it's under warranty, you shouldn't touch it. Right. You well, shouldn't touch it. Well, here's, well and here's sometimes, the flip side. sometimes there's people who think that they are professional professional exactly. jewelers yeah. when they're not. Well, here's my opinion. We if that diamond falls out, mm -hmm. that diamond that's the sentimental part. Yeah. If it falls out and is lost and it's yeah. covered under warranty, what's gonna happen? They are gonna replace that diamond. Okay, that diamond means nothing to me, right? Mm -hmm. But in the flip side, I could just go to a low I already have insurance on the ring. Yeah. We pay for insurance every year. If it falls out there, the insurance will pay for a new diamond. Yeah. So now my thought is, well, then let's not as well just go to a local store. Avoid the warranty because at the, at the end of the day, that diamond's going to get lost it, or not. Or, but yeah. if it does get lost, yeah. it's who whether Brilliant Earth pays for it or yeah. the insurance company pays for it, I don't care. Same difference. Yeah. And then I don't have to ship it back and forth. Yeah. So... I, I know, I know we're way off topic yeah. of Eastgate now, but it's the same, <laughs> it's the same, it's the same, same. same but different. I was different. just trying to show that it, in other industries, yeah. it, it, is, it, it, yeah. it does, it, scare, it covers a broad spectrum of so, stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I know electronics are a little bit more complicated because there's, there's more inputs and outputs and different devices that all hook yes. together. So like, in my opinion, I think, I think if one wheel wanted to do their best to avoid uh, third-party batteries mm -hmm. they go the evolve route and go a uh, specific dms that requires a special port yeah. and then proprietary connectors yeah. if we if a company wants to go through all the hassle and reverse engineer all that stuff to get their custom batteries to work yeah. then they they win they yeah. get they get to sell batteries Correct. Yeah. and if or they can't then rip they it can't. all out rip it all out and start new right. go ahead go ahead start new yeah. right. there is that company though they basically did the same thing float wheel Yep. And one wheel totally ran so, them out of it. Yeah. 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 So there are all these other But all they have to do is get out of the US. Yeah. And that was the only well, rule. And the patents are coming out. Our, their patents are going to be. So how does a patent work? Does a patent only have a certain amount of time? Because this is the thing that I keep uh, has a certain yes. location. The patents are up at, at a certain time. And it's looking like it's 2033. I keep reading that patents are going to be up. So does that mean, bam, now somebody else can go yeah. take the one wheel and go. So there's, there's design patents, there's utility patents. Okay. Uh, design patent is for more of a design language, okay. I believe. And then utility patents accomplishes a very specific task using a specific mechanism. Okay. Um, I believe there's a both of them have, now I'm not a patent lawyer, obviously. Okay. Um, I'm sure half of the shit we do violates patent laws every day. <laughs> <Yep>. uh, <laughs> Just about talking about them. Probably. But, um, 
but uh, so but there's certain time, time frames. frames. Um, same thing then, with copyright laws. So when that time frame is up, that's what I'm. So when, it's that when time it opens frame, up, they they give you a certain. This is why, like, no. what, what? Okay. Oh, you dun, looked dun, it up. Dun, dun. Google. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. Utility patents expire four, eight, and twelve years after okay. issuance. Okay. okay. But they actually expire three and a half, seven and a half, eleven and a half years. There's a six month grace period, and mm-hmm. you can pay a maintenance fee to reapply. Oh, to reapply wow. it. So, it can so last yes, in theory, you can have a patent forever. forever. Oh. Yes. Wow! Okay. And they'll pay it. They'll pay it. You would have, you would yeah, have to let it. it. You would have to let it expire. Yeah. Well, if, if everything keeps, if the money keeps rolling in, yes. But if the money stops, twenty thirty three, bro. One wheels are going to be the least of our. Work. Yeah. There's exactly. going to be some craziness. But so the reality is, packs. like, you know. Well, and I think I think that's like with medication, like a certain amount of years. Uh huh last and then all of a sudden finally after so many years a generic version can come out okay so like there's some kind of copyright laws patent laws there too that like i don't i'm sure it's different because it's medication yeah. but still like these laws are huh. there used to be there used to be way looser laws like that for copyright <laughs> but and everything disney, but actually disney yeah, yeah disney, disney was a big driving force disney was like one or two years away from losing mickey mouse Ooh. they that and was they about to go public domain that, yeah. they're not it was about to go public domain and they said yeah. uh-uh Ooh. and they lobbied the shit out of it so now yeah. they get now copyright laws last like 99 years or something insane <sighs> All but, there, mickey mouse. but there are some things that um, did enter public domain before that was issued. Like that's why there's a million movies about Cinderella because Cinderella used to yeah. be copywritten. It was, you know, but imminent domain, but now it's public domain. Yeah. So, and no one can get it back. Once it's in public domain, you can't get that's it back. That's it. You cannot copyright anymore. But again, different thing. Yes. That's not what we're really talking same, about. Same, but, but different. Same, same, but different. Um, but I, again, I think, I think when you unplug something and plug it back in, it shouldn't break it. It should not. Yeah. It should definitely it's not. It's kind of like I had a I had a very wise guy tell me one time that the best agreement happens when both parties lose a little bit. You know, best agreement. When, okay. Yeah, the best agreement. So it's like when it comes down to this right to repair thing, it's like okay, yes, to a certain degree you can repair your stuff, but to yep. a certain degree there's stuff that's covered underneath warranty for a certain reason that needs to be shipped back, shipped back yep. to the to to the dealer, the manufacturer, or wherever your repair center, whatever it mm-hmm. is, until it's not covered in warranty. Then, dude, if you want to crack it open after that, then cool. But you know, like there yeah. should be little things that shouldn't matter, and then there should maybe be maybe it shit. it could be something as simple as the technology just isn't there yet. And I say that because you look at an Apple iPhone and for years you bought an AT&T, excuse me, you either bought the AT&T, the Verizon or the T-Mobile or or you had to buy the phone that went to your carrier, right? And then you say, oh, I want to switch to Verizon. Mm -hmm. Well, you got to get a new phone, but it's it's the same phone, but it's a new phone, but it's not, you know what I'm saying? And then, and then one year magically, like now they all work. Yep. yep. Like now you just buy a phone. Yeah. So something yep. changed, right? Well, either, it's either the modem. App- it's the modem inside of okay, it. Okay. So there you go. So so now they put they put both of them in there now. So that now covers you look both. at mm-hmm. uh, one wheel, right? How how can one wheel expand it or or whatever or okay. any of these companies to to make it? <clears throat> what's the word to use here? Like uh, not easier for mm-hmm. people, but like more universal. Okay. How, at what point though is it like? You're so universal; it's not yours anymore. Well, and then at a certain point, it's like you still have to make good business decisions. Yes, yeah. putting an XT90 on your battery on uh, your battery is yes. not a good dis- business decision. Uh, yes. uh, an iPhone, I would also argue, is less consequential. On, right on the fall of the company, like there's there's not a lot that you could do to an mm-hmm. iPhone that could potentially make it kill someone. Right. But yeah. A yeah. one wheel. Yeah. You know. all sorts of it's stuff. True. Right. right. So. So I got. I'm not arguing against right to repair. I'm arguing okay. for right to repair. Yes. However, I, th- with reasonable, it has to be reasonable. It has to be within reason. I mean, because again, like if it's my product or or if I'm one wheel and I and I invent all this different whatever. Mm-hmm. Whether they invented anything or not, I don't know. But well, no, whatever, no. they put this part together, they patented it. Why? Like again, I think when you unplug something and plug it back in, that yeah. is ridiculous. That yeah. that locks them out. Yes, ridiculous. Yeah, I think that was. But more I of a don't think I don't think it's a ridiculous thing to put proprietary connectors on it and yes. go. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck, world. Yes. Maybe you can break our BMS. Maybe you can't. Yeah. And if you can, again, I think you win. You get to sell batteries now. Like. But other than that, I, I don't see why you have to be forced to give information, forced to do anything okay. as a private business. Okay. Technically, I don't know. you don't. You're a private business. So, uh, that again, I know that I might not be yeah. uh, 
saying what everyone wants to hear, but well, I, I do think like there's two sides to the coin. You have to protect your own. I don't know, like you have to protect your own ass, bro. Say it. Uh, well, yeah, I mean the businesses do have to protect yeah. their own asses, yeah. but like, see, like we don't have patents. We don't. We're not dealing with stuff like that. Yeah. So like none of that our stuff even really almost applies to this. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. but. And it it's just does. weird. It yeah. kind of does. Like our complete boards coming out though will be very, very right to repair yeah. centered. Yeah, you'll literally be able to do anything you yep. want with these boards, and we want to be able to stop you. You want a different battery? That's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, that fun. was the whole. That's the whole point in, in our our new boards. Is if you don't want to use us anymore, yeah, you can go and use anybody else that you want. But what happens when a board shows up with parts on it that you didn't sell them? Then what are you gonna do? So in theory, Ooh, in right? theory, our, work on it so in theory, our boards don't have a single warranty. Okay. It has a warranty items. for every individual item. Okay. Now, as long as the parts that are all there now, so let's okay. say they swap their battery out. Yeah. As long as it's a voltage okay. or a battery that that is technically compatible with the storm core. Okay. Then the storm core is still covered. Okay. Now. If there's clearly that that battery has shorted and yeah. blown your vest, blown you. that is, or your storm core, that is, again, that's not our responsibility. Yeah. Now, if our battery did that to yours, well, then it's, then it's our bad. Then it's our bad. Yeah. But again, if you want to make sure you can guarantee yourself, um, hey. <laughs> hi, buddy. That was my wrist on your butt. Um, yeah. If you want to guarantee yourself that there would be no issues, then yeah. I think you have to. You gotta leave stuff alone. Okay. Now, but again, it's very rare. If you want to plug your, a new battery into your into your board and and, and a motor goes out, mm-hmm. honestly, it's probably a motor problem mm-hmm. or whatever. And we'll be happy to uh, back that thing. Up. Yeah, dude. What's <laughs> up? We'd be happy to to do the warranty. So I think that's where we where where we stand is yeah. as long as a new product didn't clearly ruin something else that okay. wasn't ours. Okay. We be there's no issues with yeah. warranty. Yeah. So now we can't touch that part. Yeah. Yeah, but. so like your battery blows somebody else's ESC. <clears throat> okay, your battery still works, but now my ESC is dead. Yeah, so that can, so when we ESC. sell individual items, okay. um, we can only warranty the thing that yeah. we sold you. Okay. If something unfortunate happens with that battery and your ESC, it just kind of sucks. Yeah. It is, it, it is what it is. Here, you can't warranty anything Here's beyond. the answer for that one, and maybe Maddie's about to say it. When you reach out, just don't be a dick. No. Don't be a dick, don't be right? A dick. And maybe, like, things will work out for most people if they are just not a dick. Yes. The manager for Evolve, I talked to him multiple times, and mm-hmm. he's like, I like sending you shit because you're not a dick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody yeah. else I talk to, they're just jerks. They're and just I don't want to send anything to anybody because you're a jerk there's so many times where people are just like out of their way nice and we're like what what can we do for them yeah right like they're so cool like what what can we do extra for them and of course like just because you're mean you'll still get help but i think people expect that if they threaten us and you know call us names that they'll they'll get what they want and actually i'm i'm Uh, less willing to bend over backwards of course policy is always followed no matter how you treat us so that's (laughs) that's constant yeah like if if it's if you're entitled to that that's what you get whether you're an asshole or not but it's just about like you know how how willing to accommodate we're going to be that gray area of like oh man like what do we do because those situations happen daily where mike says man i just don't know what to do policy says this but like there we're in a gray area so you you have to take what you've always written down and that has to be your baseline Mm -hmm. you can adjust if it's you know agreed upon by both in that instance like just reach out man and say this is the problem what can we do and you get more can anything be done and maybe that company says look Nothing can be done. Yeah, and I'm you sorry. just say, fuck. Yeah. All right. Like, you know, right. what do you do? But like. Yeah. There, there are times where there isn't anything that we can do just because of like the nature of the situation. And, yeah. and people are like, well, you can do something. It's like, well, sure. I, I you know, your package says delivered mm-hmm. and there's a proof of delivery slip, mm-hmm. but you say you never got it. Oh, Okay, that's so, a sticky situation. It so, is. What do you I guys do about that? So I it depends. I, it depends. It, it's tough because I believe you that it might have been stolen from your porch. Yeah. 
But at a certain but, point, why is that our responsibility? And there's I, there's I, also I, times where it's tough. There's also Come on, times James. I, I feel like I I would be so mad if something said that it was delivered and it wasn't delivered. But the problem is there's too many dirtbags in the world to go around just trusting people on their word, bro. So if it was if I was in my yep. shoes and and the computer thing he says it got delivered and everything is signed, sealed, and delivered that they use multiple times every single day for year in year in and year out, dude, your stuff got delivered. I'm sorry. It's it tough. Is, it is, it's very rare. This situation is very is, rare. If you don't rare, like it, just, cash me outside. It's an example <laughs> that I can come up with. That it's we tough. were We were expected to replace the products. And of course, as a consumer, that's what you want. You want yeah. them to just send yeah. you a new $600 package. But <sighs> as a company right. and as a small company, if every time somebody said, well, I didn't get it, we just took their word for it. Yeah. We'd be out of business. Yeah, you easily. would. We, we yeah. wouldn't well, be able to survive. And you can't just like, there's no, you don't just file insurance. Like, you know what no we've just, done? Hey, we'll just do an we, insurance claim real have, quick yeah. and get our money back. We it have explored the, uh, we've explored the thought of putting a small tracking device in the packages with a inside an envelope that's got a return label on it. Okay. That if they just take that package once they receive their box and put it in the mail and mm -hmm. send it back to us, we'll give them like a five to $10 credit. Cool. If it's, but it's, it's how much of those tracking devices and how many, how many lab return labels do we realistically need to buy? If we do that a thousand times a year, we might as well not do it and just put yeah. all that money toward, um, R and D. Yep. So anyways, uh, <laughs> I think I think that's you know. Anyways, I w just let me know what you guys think uh, about the repair, yeah, the right, right to, repair. to repair. It's a it's an interesting topic. Like there's, I see both sides of it. I think realistically, companies need to strive to just be reasonable. Yeah, I don't think they have to unlock all their secrets for every single person who demands it. I just think they have to have a reasonable warranty, yeah. and reasonable uh way of conducting business. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, you cannot put a law. It says be reasonable because yeah. what does that even mean? It doesn't really reasonable mean, means different things to different people. Yeah, nobody knows what it means. I just hope other companies are reasonable. And I think everything we've done as far as right to repair going is beyond reasonable because we're all yes. very open about everything we're doing with our connectors and all that. But um, anyways, uh, I think that's about it for our show. It's a long show, I think, mm -hmm. today. Yeah, but um, I appreciate you guys watching. I know it's been a little while. We will be back next week. We will continue to be here every week. We took a little two week break, but it's OK. We're back. And uh, thank you guys for watching. Send us some notes on things you want us to talk about, things you want to see on the show. We'll have some yep. new segments next week, a little more focused. But Yep, absolutely. All right, James, thank you. Yeah, Jacob, thank, thank you. Guys. Yep, see you guys. We will see you next week. Bye.